13 minutes after 4 o'clock. A very good morning to you. We're talking about the Soweto Rugby School Academy this morning and we're joined on the line by Dennis Mudise, who is the co-founder and the promotions and marketing manager in a moment or two. But in the meantime as well, let's also read some of uh, your comments on our social media handles. We're talking this morning about the culture of reading, all right? How can we promote the culture of reading? It's one let's say coming through on Twitter saying perhaps it boils down to the quality and topicality of books, books such as The President's Keeper, Born a Crime in Quasi, proved to be interesting. An argument can thus be made that a relevant book will be read, same with music and films. Tandy is saying, I always feel sad to see libraries neglected like this. Yes, we need to read as adults and make time for our children. In the malls, there are collection boxes for people to con- to donate books, we can also volunteer. Reading there, uh, our Twitter timeline about reading. What are your thoughts on this? Now, Zilla coming through saying, since the new technology like social media's emergence, reading has declined dramatically because most of the readings are done electronically, neglecting books. So I think for me, Zilla, it's not only just about physical books. When we talk about the culture of reading, let's also incorporate, you know, digital uh, age, you know, let's, you know, look at e-reading. You have uh, things like Kindle where you can download your e-books. I've seen many people sitting and reading at the airport. You know, whether you are reading on an electronic device or whether you're picking up a physical book, for me, it's all about reading. That's what we're asking this morning. How do we promote the culture of reading? Loving all of your comments that are coming through and hopefully uh, you are going to be inspired to start reading again if you haven't been reading in a while you know or maybe you've never taken the time to actually cultivate a culture of reading in your own home you know you've not been much of a reader your children are not much of readers maybe this is the time to start and say okay Let's start with some books for the kids. You know, let's read for them before they go to sleep. You know, don't just send them to bed. No, no, no. Let's read. You know, let's take them into imaginary spaces. Let's take them into fantasy lands. You know, let's make them dream and imagine. You know, that's what books do for children. They make different fantasies come alive, you know. And also you as an adult, find a topic that interests you, something that you want to get into. Let's cultivate a culture of reading. Talking about the Soweto Rugby School Academy Dennis Mondise is on the line. A very good morning to you, Dennis. Good morning, Tanya. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you so much for being with us. Now, Dennis Mondise is the co-founder and promotions and marketing manager of the Soweto Rugby Schools Academy. Let's talk about the rationale behind the establishment of the organization. Okay, then. Well, having grew, uh, being born and bred in Soweto, Mm -hmm. we saw the need of uh, enhancing sports activities in the schools of Soweto. Mm -hmm. We saw the lack of physical activity, um, uh, uh, which is equally um, important as much as our mental education is in schools. So we felt like we we just needed to uh, develop which would actually um, uh, impact both in a very interesting way so that our youth doesn't get bored through doing it and uh, so that our youth can be able to um, learn as much as possible, introducing Mm. new things in our youth. um, Because, you know, uh, if I could say that, you know, rugby has been seen as a typically white sport, Mm. but we wanted to introduce it uh, in our um, 
schools afterwards so that children would know that it's actually open for everybody mm. and because they have the ability, the stamina, they're young and they're vibrant, um, they could actually play the sport, being girls, being boys. So we, we, we started this organization uh, with uh, my two co-founding partners, which is Christopher Ritao and Ntumbizoto Shanzi. Now we are chatting to Denise Mudise. She is one of the three co-founders, as she's just mentioned, of the Soweto Rugby School Academy. Now let's talk about, you know, what young people attending the academy can expect. Is this more like your extracurricular activity, as in they go to school and after uh, school is done, they then go to the academy? Or is the academy itself a school where uh, learners can study full-time and play rugby? Okay. Well, um Learners do go to school, and then in the afternoon, it's actually an additional curricula for the learners. So what we do is we um, offer extra um, lessons in English and mathematics, and we also train them in rugby. So we train them with the uh, ball-throwing skills. Uh, We do clinics, rugby clinics, and we also find people who come through who who are in uh, the sports Mm -hmm. professionally come through to come and motivate the children and Mm -hmm show them that there is actually things that you could do in sports that would actually keep you going. We've got um, our ambassador by the name of Achiva Daimani, who is a professional rugby player, who comes through and um, does clinics with our uh, girls and boys. Uh, He also brings through his co-workers to come and um, show the the learners uh, the the passing skills and everything. Then we we, we arrange um, tutorial lessons for them in mathematics and English because you know can you be very amazed to uh, know that our children are very shy when it comes to interacting in English. Yeah, um, they they do not trust themselves as much as they should. So we are trying to instill uh, uh, the the confidence in them that you can do it, and um, there is nothing. Uh, chosen for a particular group or a particular uh, a racial group or, or, or so forth. Mm-hmm. Everybody can be and can do what they would love to. All right. So let's also talk about interest. I mean, how big is the interest in rugby in, in our black communities currently? Okay. Well, you'll be amazed to know that when we started the academy in 2016, we actually had a number of 10 learners who came through and who were interested because we went to schools and we, we told them what we did. And we said, okay, you guys will find us at this point after school, come through and um, we're going to give you balls. We're going to show you how to pass, how to play rugby, understand the sports, give you all the rules. Mm-hmm. We only started with 10. But, you know, because of we have a, a positive uh, response from the educators, from the parents, they, they, this actually had a, a ripple effect on the children. Now I'm proud to say that we actually have 300 wow. uh, girls and boys playing the sports, loving the sports, you know. 300 girls and boys currently playing mm. rugby. That is amazing. Let's talk about, um, you know, the fact that you have uh, rugby players like Sia Kolisi, who's now the captain, you know, of the national rugby team, you know, the Springboks. And, you know, just seeing a black man, uh, you know, having, you know, risen up to that position. Is it inspirational for the young girls and boys to see that it is possible to be successful in your career and also just to be acknowledged as a leader as well? Mm-hmm. 
actually it is very inspirational because you know they would talk about that and they would say we could actually reach that level as well you know um, and as well with the, the assistance of our ambassador who is also uh, playing for one of the national teams Mr. Achieve Daimani who would always tell them that it is possible you should just keep your eye on the prize and you know when they're looking at Sia as a, as a young uh, a black guy playing the sport and having progressed so much into the sport the interest actually grows so much in them mm. that they actually come to practice every day. Their response is beautiful. It's very remarkable. We, we we communicate. We have a point of communication on WhatsApp, and they would ask every day that, okay, coach, are we meeting tomorrow? And so forth. It is so inspiring. The parents are always there supporting them. The, the, the educators also support them. So, you know, the support structure is very good, and we believe that it actually takes a village to raise a child. So if we we, we, we put this platform on for them to, 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 to take part in and the educators and the parents support it for us it's an honor because mm. you know we are doing something that is different you know it's time for implementing radical change we're supposed to do new things and we're supposed to, to, to see how our youth actually um, respond to it and so far so good we're having a very good response we, we, we happy. Now I see that in July this uh, coming up mm-hmm. ma- month you are also built to also be playing a, a game uh, with the Western Province of Rugby Academy. Tell us more about that. Okay, yes, we do have, we currently have a game scheduled for the 7th of July in Cape Town with the Western Province Academy. It is an honor and a great privilege for us to be given such a platform uh, by the Western Province Academy to, to give our boys, a ch- our boys a chance to showcase their talent, rugby skills, and it will also be a great experience and a learning curve because you know that the Western Province is actually a national team. And you know with them being able to interact with such um, teams will, will actually show them that it is possible for them to also reach that level. We all start somewhere. Uh, we always tell them that, you know, we take baby steps, but gradually we do get there. Mm. So, yeah, we, 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 we have a game scheduled for the 7th, and we are currently trying to uh, raise funds because, you know, our children come from previously disadvantaged families, and we couldn't accept them to actually pay out of their pockets for this uh, excursion. So we out there looking for sponsorship, for partnership, for assistance from anybody, uh, organizations, CSIs to come forward and be able to assist us to, to keep this plane in the air, to help us pilot this plane. Because, you know, we're moving and we wouldn't uh, want to see this um, um, uh, uh, disappear because yeah. of... Uh, not getting support. So we we are eager in uh, South Africa as a whole to, to, to come forward and be able to assist us because, you know, it's so amazing how this uh, has rubbed off on other children. Hence, I'm telling you that our number has grown uh, uh, remarkably. So if people would assist us uh, with this tour and actually our program in, 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 in holistically because we we currently are running from our own pockets, and mm. which is a constraint, you know, because we want to do more, but sometimes we feel restricted because we do not have the funds to do so. Well, so, we yes, hope that mm-hmm. the Department of Sports is going to come through for you. And in fact, um, if they are listening, they should be, you know, coming through for you in one way or another. And hopefully, you know, in future, they're definitely going to be taking up the challenge because, as you say, it's time for us to stretch the boundaries. It's time for us to do something new. And as you have mentioned, the kids are responding. I like the fact mm-hmm. that you also have an academic outlook on this because you're saying that you are going to be engaging top 
sporting schools, universities and learning institutions for sporting scholarships and bursaries in order to drive the academic improvement of the players. I'm sure you'd love to see some of your young uh, you know, kids going to university and actually going on sports scholarships. Definitely, Kanye. We would love to have uh, that. Um, hence, we are trying as much as possible to get them scholarships, to get them exposed to, to even uh, interacting with children from multiracial schools, to, to practice their ability to speak English, to, to, to raise their um, uh, self-confidence. And, you know, we, we are, as, as I've said before, we are planning to actually raise uh, national players, or maybe even they, they'd even go as broad as international. Mm. We would love to have some of our our, our beneficiaries being part of the uh, Springbok team one day. You know that would be uh, something very proud to do because we want to produce um, uh, uh, rigid uh, youth that are, is going to show uh, the next generation that it is possible. We were able to do it, and so can you. Wonderful. And before we let you go, give us some of those contact points where uh, our listeners can connect with you, even potential sponsors and other corporates who may want to come on board. Okay. Well, um, you could, anybody who would like to contact us could call our chairperson, uh, Christy Dow, on 073-081-4085. Or contact us on our landline, which is 011052-4995. Or send an email to Soweto Rugby School Academy at gmail.com. They can follow us on Twitter. We are Soweto Rugby on, on Facebook, we are Soweto Rugby Schools Academy. And on Instagram, we also Soweto Rugby Schools Academy. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining us. That's Denise. And Denise is one of the three co-founders of the Rugby Academy out in Soweto, telling us about the beautiful work that they are doing at the Soweto Rugby School Academy.